Today on the podcast, Rachel and I are talking about branding and websites. For any blooming business owner, a website is an essential piece to your business. Rachel and I are talking about the essential aspects to building a brand, why it's so important to have a website, and our personal experiences with branding and how we both changed our branding as we grew. If you're thinking about starting a business or rebranding, or even struggling to book clients or find your niche, you need to listen to this episode. Don't wait to think about a brand and a website until you've established your business. I'm going to tell you how I grew into my brand at every stage of my business, when I had no money, and when I could invest in a brilliant branding expert. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. In just two years, Jessica went from facing bankruptcy to taking home a six-figure salary. She turned a business-saving $100,000 loan into a million-dollar empire. As a creative entrepreneur, a healthy work-life balance seems just as unattainable as a six-figure income. But Jessica Zimmerman is here to show you it's possible. With the right tools and insider tips and some hard work, your craziest dreams can become your daily routine. If you set some boundaries and commit to healthy changes, you can create a business and a life you love. So let's make your business work for you. All right. Hi, Rachel. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. We have another episode of Questions with Rachel. What are we talking about today? We sure do. We're talking about websites today, Jessica, because in this social media world, I think anyone can make an Instagram account and kind of say they have a a business. And in some ways, that's great because it creates room for more ideas. But you have talked time and time again about how the real power in your business isn't going to come from Instagram. It's going to come from something you own. It's going to come from your website. And I recently have rebranded my business and I am releasing my brand new website to the world next Monday. Um, And so you have kind of been in my ear and in my brain telling me things to do about my website. (laughs) And so I thought everyone could benefit from from your insights about websites. (laughs) You're probably so sick of talking to me. Well, the thing is, it's not even talking to you. It's just even if I'm not talking to you, I kind of am talking to you because you're in my head. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, that's exciting that your website, you know, yeah, I think that I think it's it's one of the things that honestly frustrates me. Like it irritates me. I don't understand how people don't get this. And social media is great. It's it's a great business tool, but it should 100% be used to get people to your website. If I did not have a business, I would not have social media. I just wouldn't. And so um, it is a it is a tool to get people to my website because my website is what I own. My website is something that I have control over. My website is where people are going to learn about me. They're going to buy my product or my services. It's like social media is the invitation and my website's the party. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
you you get a taste. I always I used to say this all the time when I was, you know, doing weddings. I was like, the invitation is important. Everyone would say, people are just going to throw it away. It's not I'm like, no, it sets the tone. It 100% sets the tone of your wedding. And if you get two invitations for a wedding and they're on the exact same day, and one of them looks like you printed it off at Kinkos and the other one has, you know, some personality to it and kind of makes it like it looks fun and it like which one are you going to choose to go to you know what I mean you're gonna the one that looks like you know there's more care into it and there's there's more detail into it so the invitation is important so sure social media is important but just like with a wedding the invitation is just one part of it and then there's all these other things that make up the the party itself, right? And it's the same thing, like being on Instagram or being on Facebook, that's just, you just need to spend a moment there, just a moment, because the real party is happening on your website. That's where you need to be, you know, uh, putting the majority of your energy into. And no matter how people find you, whether it is through a personal referral or through an ad or through social media, they are eventually going to land on your website. And if it's not, you know, a good reflection, you're not going to, they're not going to buy anything from you. If someone hops on Instagram, they're not guaranteed to see your content. If someone goes to your website, they're guaranteed to see your content because you own that website. Right. Even with this podcast, this podcast is on, you know, all places where podcasts are played, iTunes and Spotify and Google podcasts, all those, all those platforms. But it's also on ZimmermanPodcast.com and it will always be on ZimmermanPodcast.com because I don't own any of those other platforms. And so if those all go down, then at least on Tuesday at 8 a.m., you will be able to still listen to a, a podcast episode because it will be on my website, which I own. Yeah, which I have control over. So it's it's very important. And I think people kind of have this thought that that nothing's ever going to happen to social media. Nothing's ever going to happen to Instagram. Nothing's ever going to happen to Facebook. And I'm just here to say it changes all the time. And so uh, you you just don't want to put all your eggs in that basket. It's a, it's, a, it's a piece of the puzzle, but there's a lot of other pieces and those involve your website. And it's important. Right, right. And it's not like you're saying, you're not saying that Instagram is inherently bad. It's just, there's going to be some tension when you want Instagram to do something that it was never built to do. Like Instagram was created for engagement, for relationships. So you can build those relationships on Instagram. You can use Instagram as a visual portfolio, but if you're expecting Instagram to make sales for you, then you're probably going to be disappointed. And there are, I'm sure, exceptions in some industries where Instagram does work, but your website is built to make sales for you if you build it right. But Instagram is not built for that. So talk me through, um, and you talk about this in your course, The Business Behind the Blooms, in a little bit more detail. But when you first started your business, basically where I, what I'm getting to is you've rebranded twice now. And I want you to talk to people who are kind of like me. Like I started my business and it just kind of happened. And so I had a friend who at the time was, she was a designer, but she wasn't pursuing that like heavily yet. And I asked her if she could create a logo for me and she did. And then I had another friend who was kind of doing a barter and he built me a website. Um, and so I had a logo and a website and it was super functional. And at the time it was like, this is as, as good as I can do, like with the money that I have 
and what I know I want to be with my brand and the kind of weddings I was booking, like this is serviceable, it's nice, it's clean, whatever. Well, now three, almost four years later, I'm rebranding again and it's a lot more of a specific brand. It's a lot more streamlined. It's a lot like it looks totally different. And I kind of outgrew my old brand. And that happened to you as well. You've rebranded twice as well. So can you talk to me about what are the stepping stones kind of if you're just starting out in in this business? What's good to look for, invest in? How did you manage that? And then once it was time to kind of take the next step, what did that look like? Yeah, those are great questions. So the truth is, is branding is important. And the other truth is branding is expensive. Um, and when you're first starting out, you're you're not going to have, you know, twelve, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to to invest in professional branding. And so what I did when I first started, so I bought a rental company called a Southern Tradition and it had a very old logo and it had a very out of date website. And so I had a friend who was a graphic designer. She drew me a logo. It was, you know, like an oval. It had brown and white stripes. It said a Southern tradition. And I had a website built, I think for like $3,000 or something. And then as I decided that I didn't want to do rentals anymore, and I wanted to get into floral design only, I started thinking about the kind of work I wanted to do, the kind of weddings I wanted to do. And none of those things were Southern or traditional. They were more organic. They were more. And so I had to look and and my website, to be honest, was a little bit more, I would say at the time that a Southern tradition, it was a little more like vintage country chic. Like it was, um, I don't even know how to really describe it, but it kind of looked like an old, an old chalkboard. It was very like brown and rustic and you know yeah like the whole shabby chic vibe was very popular like the cottagey and the chalk paint and yeah so it looked very much like that and I thought yeah I'm never gonna attract the kind of bride I want with this website and you really do have to think about that and so once again I did not have the money to do major professional branding so I hired someone I knew who just knew you know just enough in Photoshop to kind of make something that looked presentable you know and it just said Zimmerman events and it was kind of those like grays and pinks and more of these like softer yet chicer wedding vibes right and it worked for a while and then when I decided to kind of really step my game up I had done business behind the blooms and I had made enough money to invest in proper branding. And just like I had grown tired of the Southern tradition branding, and then I had grown tired of this kind of gray and and pink Zimmerman events branding, I said, I want to do this once. I want to do it right. I want it to last for the next 50 years if I want it to. And the only way that you can do that is, you know, if you know the questions to ask or if you work with someone who is, you know, trained in how to do branding. Because the truth is, is that if you're going to be in this business for a while, there is a thing called brand equity. And I use this example all the time, you know, McDonald's, back in the day, it said McDonald's on, on the, on the sign, on the marquee. And now you just, have two golden arches and everyone in the world knows what those two golden arches mean. It does not even say McDonald's on it. It doesn't have to. They have so much brand equity that we don't need it to say McDonald's. We know what it is. Same thing with Starbucks. 
it was, you know, maybe a decade ago that they lost the word Starbucks. And now it's just that, you know, angel looking thing. Same with Target. We can see a red bullseye and we know exactly what that means. Um, So there is such a thing as brand equity and it's important. And I realize that I'm going to be in this business for a while, even if it's not the wedding business, I'm going to be in business for myself for a while. And I can't continue to switch the look and the fonts and all of these things every four to five years. There there may always be a little tweaking or a little updating, but there's got to be kind of an anchor. And so I work with uh, Catherine Jo Wakeham of Crim Brands, who is fantastic, phenomenal. I can't say enough good things about her. She is so professional and um, she just got it. I mean, and I'll say too, it was some of the hard, hardest work because you really do have to answer a lot of questions. You have to think about in 10 years, am I still going to enjoy this? And she really kind of helped me come up with, you know, even like Zimmerman being the umbrella. And and I'm so glad that she did that because I think at the time I was thinking that the brand should be Jessica Zimmerman. And she was like, well, let's just talk about all the directions that you have been, are in now, may possibly go to. And using Zimmerman as a as an umbrella, it made sense. You could do Zimmerman weddings, Zimmerman events, Zimmerman education, Zimmerman podcast. You know what I mean? And it just made so much sense. And back then we weren't even thinking about a podcast. But when it came time to do the podcast, we were like, yeah, it's going to be Zimmerman podcast. Duh. Like that's what it is. That's what that's how our brand is set up. And I still love the branding today. Um, I love the the colors, the classic, you know, timelessness of the colors. And it's not traditional feel-good, wedding-y pinks and light blues and like light, soft colors. We were able to kind of make that work with the wedding side by using the lighter tans and more white. But there's a lot of black and there's a lot of, you know, darker tan and just these real, these real strong neutrals. And you know, we were able to play around with it, but I love it. But it is important. Your branding is important and you have to think far in the future. And it is important to start to build brand equity for sure. I love that. And I love that Catherine created something that you could grow into because when you created that branding, it was kind of at a time where you were pivoting in your business and it takes someone, it's not just putting together pretty colors and knowing how to use, you know, InDesign or Photoshop or whatever. I can't use it. So I don't know. One of those Adobe things. Um, It takes someone who can really see people and see where they're going and see what tools they need in their tool chest to take with them. And Catherine is so gifted in that way. I love that she was able to see you in a way where she could say, no, I think this is where you're heading and you're going to need, you know, some room to grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I was so grateful for that too, for her to be able to just, and even if you don't think that right then, just starting to ask yourself, like, where do I see myself in 10 years? Or where would I love to see myself in 10 years? And if it's if it's not continuing to do weddings, well, then we don't need to be, you know, going with this super soft, feminine, floral thing if the goal is to be in another direction. Um so I don't know. She was just so crucial. And like I said, she's done the Zimmerman event, events website, which has the weddings 
website and it also has the education website. And she also did, you know, when it came time to do the Zimmerman podcast website, I mean, all the branding was right there and she was able to kind of take it and then put it into a podcast website. And right now she's currently working on jessicazimmerman.com and I'm excited about it because it's going to have a bit of a different look, but it is going to be on brand, if that makes sense. It's going to look different than the other sites, but it will still, to anyone who has followed us the past five years, they will go to jessicazimmerman.com. I think it'll be uh, published on March 1st, which is my birthday. But um, And they'll be able, it will all look familiar. And even when we went to do the cover for the book, Sleeping with a Stranger, I contacted her and I said, I don't want it to look like I don't want it to have like a big Z on it or anything like to have that kind of logo, but I want it to be on brand. And so that's why I chose a black and white image because that's timeless and that's part of my brand. And there's a little bit of the tan in, I think my name is in tan or something. And we changed the fonts for the book, but they're still very much on brand. want to know the first step to booking more clients, you've got to have a website and not just any website, but a site built to book. If you're just starting your business, you're probably wondering how you can share about your work, gain clients and start making money. The answer to all of these things is your website. When I first started my business, I didn't have the money to pay a professional brand expert to create the brand you see here today, but I didn't have to. I used the resources I had to invest in my business and create a brand that would attract the type of client I wanted to work with, supported by a website that was built to transform searching brides into lifelong clients. If you want a simple guide to how to create a site that books without having to invest thousands in a branding expert before you're ready, you need a winning website. To learn more, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash website. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash website. So before we move on from branding, I want to like touch on a couple things. First of all, if you, when you rebranded the first time, had had tried to have the brand you have today, it just wouldn't have made sense. Like you can't skip that those steps, you know. Like I think it was important that you went from a southern tradition to Zimmerman events with the pink and the squirrely and the ivy and things like that, and. And I think it's easy to look at people if you're just starting out in this industry to look at people and say like, oh, I wish I had their brand or I wish that my brand looked as fill in the blank as theirs. But you can't really skip steps. And I think instead of comparing, you know, if it was myself four years ago, comparing myself to your brand, Jessica, that would be really debilitating. Instead, I think the better question, which is kind of what you were saying, is like, just do the best you can with what you have. And that will propel you to then, because when you made those changes in your business, when you made that branding change, you saw a difference in the kind of clients you were getting in the weddings that you got to do. Totally. Yeah. You have to be responsible for that. You have to realize if you're not attracting the kind of clients that you want to attract, that has something to do with your brand. It has something to do with your website. And so you have to be responsible for that. And if you can't afford you know, like I said, which I certainly couldn't, I certainly couldn't afford a a brand, a brand manager um, and a brand designer at the time. 
but I did what I could, which, you know, was hiring someone who wasn't a graphic designer, but who, you know, like I said, knew enough about Photoshop to kind of get us in the right direction. You you, you kind of do, do fake it a little bit. You do the best you can until you can get where you want to get. Um, and so, but I also look at that and, and say, you know, I think we launched the website in January of 2018. And so that was seven years that I kind of did the best I could with branding. And so when you think about that on, you know, kind of on my own. And so when you think about it that way, I hope that that gives a little bit of hope. If you're, you know, two, three years in, just know like I I didn't do it until I was seven years in. Some people don't do it until they're 10 years in. It's okay. You can get pretty far. Um, well, and the funny thing is I'm really thankful. I was, when you were talking, I was just thinking about my own journey. And so I was kind of getting in a little bit of a tussle with myself about my brand needing to encompass like all of me and your brand isn't about you. It's about your ideal client. And so your brand needs to communicate who your ideal client is. And you talk about this a ton in BBB, which is why I knew to do this, but it was still really hard to say like, this brand needs to be all about my ideal client and targeting them and attracting them and having colors that they would like and, you know, having a layout that they would like, and, um, and not necessarily me. And of course there's overlap, but like, there's no pressure to fully express myself. It's about seeing and knowing and expressing the things that my ideal bride, my ideal client wants to see. And so I think kind of what you were saying that changed for you between your first um, branding and your second branding, because your role changed, you went from exclusively weddings to education. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting about that is I think that I am a little bit in the minority when it comes to that topic of branding, reflecting your clients. I think that, yes, I believe that wholeheartedly that you're, you need to attract your clients, but here's where I personally struggle with this (laughs) is that, um, for me personally, I am not soft and pink and feminine, you know, like super feminine and girly and all of that. I will say this though, if I knew that I was going to do weddings for the rest of my life, then I would, you know, probably need to go a softer approach. But for me, I was, I, and, and this is a, this can be a debate, you know, where people are, some people believe that your branding needs to reflect you. And some people believe that your branding needs to solely attract your ideal client. And some people think it's a little bit of both. For me, I just was like, I'm never going to a hundred percent get behind a brand if I don't love it for me. I have no idea where my business is going to go. And I certainly didn't in 2017 when we were working on this. We started working on it in July of 2017. And I was like, I have no idea where my business is going to go, but I have to love it. Like I have to love it. I don't ever want to do this again. And so that's why it's, you know, everything that I kind of loved, every picture that I pinned was like, a girl wearing leather, which is, you know, that's me wearing like leather jacket and motorcycle boots or, or like a really clean, you know, like tan dress and blazer or something. And then like black Ray-Ban sunglasses. I've worn the same sunglasses for like 10 years. Um, you know, just 
really kind of simple and and strong and that's why the the z is made of three lines because when you have three ropes tethered together to make a knot that is what makes the strongest knots is the is with three ropes and so that's how that kind of all came about um was was three thinking about three ropes but even just the fonts and stuff they're stronger they're not we don't have that scripty curly cursive feminine stuff it's more it's stronger and i think um i was able to adapt that to weddings and make it work but i don't think that i would have been able to adapt a, a wedding specific brand into what i'm doing now so i'm actually really glad that for myself and Catherine might totally <laughs> disagree with me. I don't know. But I'm glad that I stuck with my gut on that. So I think if if you're wanting to go from point A to point Z, there's just not going to be that depth. Like, sure, you could pay someone thousands of dollars to create a beautiful brand, but there's not going to be that depth and that strength to kind of – there's not going to be that um, – I'm going to bring it back – uh, the three chord strand <laughs> because you haven't put in the work. You get it from before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like circle back. I, yeah, and I think that it just goes back to experience gives you clarification. It really does. And like, you've got to have some years of experience to kind of really know what you want. And um, if you're climbing up a ladder, you cannot go from the first step to the last step. Like it doesn't work that way. You've got to take it a little bit at a time. And so, yeah, it'll all come. It'll all come. You just have to be patient. Like you're, you're, you're young in the game. Like I still feel like I'm young in the game and I've been working towards this for 14 years. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's why I say, keep your head down. Don't follow anyone locally at all. And don't follow anyone. We, we, we need to do a whole podcast episode about that at some point, but don't, don't follow anyone locally. Don't follow anyone in your industry that when you see them or their work, it makes you feel bad in any way. You, I mean, I would say follow no more than two or three people in your industry and make sure that they are people that do nothing but encourage you when you see their posts. Like they just make you feel better about yourself and your work and they encourage you um, because you got to keep your head down and you got to do your own work. Like that's the only, you can't be looking left or right. You got to just keep your head down to your work. But I'm excited, you know, with, with our, our next program, a winning website. Um, I'm excited about it. It's, it's, you can go to a winning website.com and you can get on the wait list. Or if, if you're watching this and it's past April, um, then you can just go to a winning website.com and find out more about it. But, um, I'm so excited about this program because it is, it's not a program from someone who is, trained in website design um, or in branding design, but this is my experience with it. And we have a very successful website. We get a whole lot of views on our website every day. And I'm just sharing with you the questions you need to ask yourself about branding. I'm sharing with you, you know, um, the, the programs that I use, the platforms that I use, the, you know, apps that I use, whatever those things are. I'm sharing with you, you know, the important things like what absolutely has to be on your site. Like I get asked all the time in um, my Bloomer Facebook group. First of all, I love that group. It's like the best Facebook group in the whole world. And if you are a student of business behind the blooms, then you know what a great Facebook group that is. It's so positive and encouraging, but I get questions all the time. 
Jessica, will you look at my website and give me some feedback? I just redid it. And this is what honestly made me go, okay, we've got to create something about websites because I'm just seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, And it's just, you know, a few very simple, small things that need to be happening to all of these sites that people are missing. And I think they're just focused a little bit more on making it pretty and not making it where it's going to convert into sales um, or going to convert into inquiries. And that's what your website's for. And so um, I'm excited about a winning website, our new program, because it is going to just once again, kind of that tough love approach. Here's what you need and here's how you do it. And boom. Yeah. So, and I'm excited too. It's our, it's our least expensive course. Um, it's $2.97. It's affordable. And it's like, it's like before you do anything with business, you got to have a website. Like you just do like that's step one. <laughs> and so it's a great place to start, which is why I made the the price so affordable. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think it's going to be perfect for people who are in that stage where they're realizing, okay, you can't afford Catherine. <laughs> I made that. It's like, you can't spend $18,000 on branding right now. I get it. I was just there not long ago at all. And so I made this program for those of you who don't have $18,000 to spend on branding. Like this program is going to give you the tools that you need to still have an incredible website and to, and to, you know, get inquiries and to make sales from it because that's what your website is for. Right. And that price point shouldn't stop you from starting your business. Like we've talked about this before. Everyone starts somewhere except for people who never start at all. And you have to just start. And so this is the perfect... I mean, it's amazing. It's going. It's the perfect course to get you in the game so you can get started. And how to do it really affordably, like not having to spend thousands of dollars at all. Like just, we give you like, the, you know, uh, free resources and free, you know, templates and stuff like that. I mean, just, it's really, I, I would have loved to have had, that's where all of our programs come from a place of, this is needed. What would I have loved to have had when I was struggling with this so that I didn't have to learn the hard way and then spend thousands and thousands of dollars? So this is going to be super, super helpful for people. And I'm excited about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zimmerman Podcast. If you have any questions about your own brand, make sure to send your questions to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash ask and check out my upcoming course, A Winning Website at awinningwebsite.com. I can't wait to hang out with you again this Thursday for the next episode of my limited release series, Under the Cover, where I share the behind the scenes of my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, which releases May 7th. Until next time. If you loved what you heard today, even if you liked it a lot, you should subscribe and leave a review. We'll see you back here next time in the Zimmerman Podcast.